0: Hey there, everybody! My name's MJ, and you're listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. As usual, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to my local game store, Guardian Games. You can find Guardian Games on the web at ggportland.com. So, it's come to my attention that I've been producing the MTG in Quarantine podcast for a full year now, and as such, I wanted to take the time on today's episode to reflect on why I initially started the podcast as well as some of the things that I've learned throughout the course of the past year. Now, I'm not going to tell you that it's been a smooth ride throughout. Honestly, the rigors of content creation are very much real, even if you're a small and upcoming podcaster like myself. There was a major learning curve to get to even where I am now, and I'd honestly be lying if I said I knew that I was getting what I was getting into when I first plugged in my microphone to record the first episode of this podcast. So I'd like to use today's episode not only as a chance to celebrate one year of my content creation journey, but also be able to take all of you through the journey of the last year and celebrate what I've managed to build thus far, both within the podcast environment as well as a member of the greater Magic the Gathering community. If you've been listening to my show for a while now, you've probably already heard the story of how I started playing Magic the Gathering quite a few times, and you're probably sick of it. I can't exactly blame you, I bring it up all the time. But anyway, since this road to content creation had to start somewhere, I'll regale things a bit. I began playing Magic the Gathering in Spring 2019, right as the set War of the Spark had been released. I was bored one Saturday afternoon, and decided that I should try to find some sort of new hobby to try to keep my attention and interest. Now, I'd been playing Pokemon in the late 90s as a kid, growing up with the anime, growing up with the game, and... And I also did play Yu-Gi-Oh! from 2002 to about 2005, the beginning years of both card games. But, honestly, I would left my old trading card games in the mid-2000s when I couldn't find games during lunchtime at school. So, my old cards ended up getting stored away in tote boxes that never saw the light of day, and the games that I used to play soon became far too different for me to ever be able to play with my old cards again. A lot of rules, changes, new cards, and again, just lack of interest. So magic had always been something that confounded me when I was younger with what seemed like a veritable wall of gameplay rules, and I never thought that I'd ever learn how to play because it just seemed too complicated for me to ever want to learn how. But on that boring Saturday afternoon, I decided to walk down to a local comic shop and see what magic cards they had for sale. The competitive fire was still there, but I just decided to ignore it for a decade and a half, and that's really where this whole thing began. And as they say, the rest is history. So I'm gonna fast forward to 2020. I was first inspired to begin my journey into content creation while watching an episode of Tolarian Community College. I believe it was the introduction episode to the POP format. I might be wrong, but that's probably what it was. Anyway, I'd been tuning into MTG content for some time prior, but I had not been interested in any way in creating any of my own content until that exact moment in time. Not really sure exactly what sparked my interest, but whatever. It was about that point when I realized that the prof himself had started his own journey into content creation through reviews of specific products, using that as a platform to spring into greater things. It sounds like an auspicious start for sure, but every creation has to start somewhere. It was when I finally put that logic together that I became inspired to start making content regardless of the things that I, or regarding the things that I really enjoyed about the game also I had extra time due to working from home, as well as the interest in Magic the Gathering and creating something new, so create created the perfect storm for me to begin brewing a podcast. I'd already selected the MTG and Quarantine brand name by this time, having been involved in MTG discussions on Twitter for a couple of months at the time. I was really blown away by the amount of information present within the community, especially around content and preview season for upcoming sets. I felt like I was part of a greater community of Magic players than I ever could have been at my local LGS or in my local area, especially when I began to tinker around with Discord and Spelltable for the first time. But I also found myself frustrated by a lot of the negativity sowed within the community as well, something I wanted to push back against within the podcast that I was about to create. Magic was something that brought me a lot of good memories pre-COVID, even if I was honestly downright terrible at it. And I determined that I would never stray from who I was as a person and as a Magic player if I kept the topics of my podcast episodes to things I really enjoy about the game. I wanted to inject some positivity into the conversation if I could be open if I could by being open about my thoughts and hopefully inspiring others to also be reminded of why they first started playing Magic and why they still play and enjoy the game today. My first few episodes of the podcast were made in earnest without any real expectations. I released my introductory episode outlining why I wanted to start the podcast and what I hoped any potential listeners would get out of it, hoping that perhaps a couple people would somehow find the podcast feed on the internet and get some sense of enjoyment out of my work. I followed up the intro episode with a few different episode concepts. The What I Like About series, where I, as the title says, yapped for a while about something I particularly enjoy about the game and was a big pillar of what I really wanted to accomplish throughout my podcast. The fun Size Spotlight, where I picked out a card from my famous long box of chaff and talked about it for a couple minutes. And the short-lived Triple Threat Challenge, where I took a trend from MTG Twitter not too long before where users identified three random cards from the Scryfall database and posted their results. I took this one step further and des- decided to find three random cards on the Scryfall random card search and then try to build a commander deck around them. It was an interesting test of my skills, but I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go with the podcast at that time, so I decided to move my content in a different direction. The following months after those first few episodes were very sluggish, and I didn't have a lot to talk about on the podcast. I had other interests taking up my time, and I often didn't feel like recording an episode. The initial rush of content creation had come and went, and I didn't feel motivated. If I, if I wasn't moving the needle of excitement for myself, I wasn't going to produce a very good end product. So, I decided to release an episode every once in a while, but soon it became every couple weeks, if not an entire month between episodes. I felt disconnected from the community and with what sparked my desire to begin podcasts in the first place, and I seriously considered walking away several times. It was content creation burnout, and I wasn't sure if I was going to continue releasing new episodes. But, as the story goes, I didn't quit. I began to reach out to other creators and members of the community, guesting on game streams and trying to find my niche. Over time, the enjoyment of content creation returned, and I sought to expand the scope of the podcast with new podcast segments that allowed for more creative freedom, but which still stayed true to the original concept I had laid down in that introductory episode last June. Even though I've never considered myself much of an interviewer or an interviewee, I cast down my doubts and began to invite other creators and members of the community onto the show. I was suitably nervous at first, since it was the first time I'd ever had a guest on the show— and I wanted to produce a high-quality product but hadn't used OBS before for recording. So, I kept pushing forwards and learned along the way. Whereas I was extremely nervous during my first few interviews, I learned how to anticipate the flow of conversation better and maintain a good pace over time. I liked the open conversation style of format instead of a script because it allowed me to utilize the quote-unquote stream-of-consciousness concept that I learned in high school English. You never know where the flow of conversation will go until you finally get there. No matter how many different topics you go through, you'll always find some interesting things going through the stream of consciousness. As I hosted more community members on the podcast, I broadened the scope of the production beyond simple gameplay or deck-building philosophies. Through Discord, Spelltable, and Twitter, I found creators interested in speaking about other aspects of the game, and in some cases even leaving the actual gameplay behind for other nuances of magic. It has allowed the podcast to grow and thrive in ways that I never thought imaginable when I was hammering out my first episode in June 2020, and has opened new avenues for keeping my content fresh and imaginative. It was at this time that I began to experiment with new and exciting format segments to keep the rush of content creation going strong. The White and MTG is Good, Actually series is one that I'm very proud of in particular. It's not only allowed me to continue to improve my podcasting techniques while working with multiple guests simultaneously, but has also really opened my eyes to all of the possibilities available in White's slice of the color pie. With frequent collaborators and good friends Coach Jero and Mono White Border, we've worked to dispel many of the notions within the community about why White is a terrible color in this game, and instead present many of the ways that its challenges can be overcome or removed entirely." We define what White is good at, how its strengths can be used to cover for its weaknesses, and highlight new and interesting design spaces for White now and in upcoming sets. you haven't had the opportunity yet to listen to any of those episodes, I highly recommend them. I've also run the Control Room series with a longtime friend, where we discuss various topics about MTG such as our favorite cards in the game or a three-part, currently, anyways, there could be more, series on uncommon cards that we believe are overlooked and underplayed. My friend Ryan brings a wealth of knowledge about his own playing experience to the fore, and we try to bring as much humor and game experiences into the episodes whenever possible to root it in reality. We've always, we always joked back in high school that we someday have a podcast called Control Room. Well, that's now a reality under the MTG in Quarantine banner. And the segment which has been taking the community by storm, literally, recently, are the lightning builds. I consider myself an, a bit of an obsessive brewer, I frequently dig through my card collection looking for ways to tinker with my existing commander decks, and sometimes build entire new decks in one sitting just to try out a new commander or a new playstyle. The lightning builds have allowed me to share that experience with the listeners by challenging guests to build a deck shell concept on the spot without knowing what commander they will have to work with ahead of time. It's the ultimate challenge for those willing to share how they would build a particular deck, but also allows for a lot of interesting banter and decks that are quite on, inspiring and simultaneously terrifying. If you've ever or if you ever have to face off against them, maybe someday I'll build one of those decks for my own personal collection. We'll see. And then there's the aspect of the name, logo, and brand of the podcast. Though there is light at the end of the tunnel regarding COVID right now, when I record this podcast, I do intend to keep the name MTG in quarantine even after the pandemic ends because it ties me back to those first days. When I was just starting out on my podcasting journey. I tied the logo of a smiling Ulamog back into the quarantine theme by spoofing the card Quarantine Field, a so-so O-Ring-like enchantment that features several Eldrazi trapped in a bubble of light and unable to escape. Even when things do return to normal, Ulamog won't be going anywhere in the logo, and neither will the name. It allows me to keep the brand fresh while also hearkening back to the origins of the podcast and the concept, even though MTG Out of Quarantine may be an appropriate episode title at some point. So now I want to go from where the podcast has been to where I see myself going in the future, as well as some of the things that I've learned about content creation over the past year. Content creation has opened up so many new avenues that were just not possible before. During a time where I could not visit my LGS, again, you can find Guardian Games at ggportland.com, and fully participate in what we consider normal life, creation allowed me to try new things and make new friends from all over the country and all over the world through the power of the internet. When I guest on another creator's game stream or podcast or content, I proudly display the MTG in quarantine brand playmat that can spark a conversation as soon as someone inquires about it. I never thought that a card game could ever open up such a sizable community and allow me to make my own mark as a player and person within that community outside of just the gameplay. I have met so many amazing people and played a lot of memorable games since I began this podcast that I wouldn't have met or even played against had I not decided to give podcasting a try one year ago. The podcasting experience may change as things return to normal, and I'm honestly not really sure where the future will take me or the podcast. But I know that I'll still be playing Magic, and as long as I have a reason to keep creating new episodes, I'll keep podcasting and entertaining all of you listening right now. Imagine that! Podcast made for entertainment purposes. That's the point, right? But the content has also allowed me to funnel my interests as a player into an improved playstyle and deck building style. I have taken so many of the lessons that I've learned from the games I've played and use those to improve as a player, and that has definitely been one of the key takeaways from all this. But I've also learned a lot about deck-building philosophy from the creators and community members that I've had discussions with. And I've used those lessons to develop my own very unique style. EDH is a format that values individuality, and I can vouch that my own individuality player and brewer has definitely been shaped by the content I've created and the people I've collaborated with. So, without further ado, I want to give a hearty thanks to those in the community who have helped me get to this point. To Ursa Bearwalker and Chris, your commander mechanic, for being the first two guests on the podcast and helping me get into the workflow of the open-ended discussion format. To my good friends, Coach J-Ro and Mono Whiteboarder, for not only helping me to see how good white can be in MTG, but also for roping into the craziness that is whiteboarded EDH, as well as their being there to bounce creative ideas off and guessing on quite a few of my podcast segments. To my friend and control room co-host Ryan. Who tried to get me back into Magic back in 2010 or so, but didn't manage to succeed on that front. Well, guess it just took more time for that idea to grow. To creators such as Beyond the Machina, Sheepwave, and Carlos Ravnikan Artist for helping me stretch the boundaries of the podcast focus to topics simply beyond game or beyond simply gameplay or deck building. To LevDev, Signature Spellbomb, and Michael 1916 for giving the show insights on formats other than EDH. To Zuby from the Magic with Normies podcast for not only suggesting a good place for me to host my podcast at the very beginning, but also giving me a very good template to follow for interacting with other creators. As well as the members of his community, like Baltan, his co-host with the Magic for Normies podcast, Pixie Kitten, Colin O'Clock, and again, Dev. To the crew at Neon City PD for having me on a quite a few of their gameplay streams, where I've been able to show off my weird EDH decks for a wide audience and maybe actually win a game or two once in a while. And to all the creators who I've had on the show for various segments, whether full-length discussions or the Lightning Build series, seriously, thank you for taking the time to be on my show and being so great to work with. I could not do the show without all of your support and all your help. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So before I wrap up this one-year celebration episode, I want to ensure all of you that I don't intend to change anything about the podcast or my deck-building tendencies going forward. Rest assured that I'll still discuss the things I enjoy about the game while bringing community members and creators onto the show for awesome discussions and more lightning builds. And be on the lookout for the Ulamog playmat at a Magic Fest event near you someday. I intend to use that playmat a ton when conventions return. It'd be great to meet y'all, and I really look forward to playing with you if and when we get the chance. Just rest assured, I'll be ready. All right. Thank you for listening to my one-year celebration episode. I really appreciate that you spent the time to listen to me today. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter, as always, at, at @mtg_in_quarantine. You can also find the back catalog of a year's worth of podcast episodes on Spotify, Google, Apple, Player FM, MTG Cast, and many other podcast outlets. You've been listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. My name's MJ. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.